Welcome to season six of the Casted Podcast. We're back with more of our very own Casted customers. Why? Because when you become a Caster customer, it's pretty clear how committed you are to not just podcasting, but really using podcasts as a key piece of the future of your marketing efforts. And also as part of the bigger picture of how all these shows all fit together into a holistic integrated marketing strategy. The people that we're interviewing are the most forward-thinking leaders at the most forward-thinking brands that are really harnessing the perspectives of experts within their podcasts. And then they're ringing out those interviews to be amplified across all other channels. They're practicing what we preach, and I want you to hear all about what they're doing, how they're doing it, why they're doing it, and how you can do it too. I'm Lindsay Chepkema, CEO and co-founder of Casted, the first and the only amplified marketing platform for B2B marketers. And this is our podcast. Today, we're talking with Brett Linkletter and Kimberlyn Sparks of Misfit Media, a marketing agency serving the restaurant industry. And I am super excited about this episode. One, because they're doing some really, really incredible things with their show, Restaurant Misfits. And two, because their story is a great example of how having meaningful conversations can drive your business and your strategy forward, no matter what industry you're in. In the face of the pandemic, the Misfit Media team turned to podcasting as a way to further connect with their audience and provide tangible solutions during a very, very trying time for those individuals. Listen in as Brett and Kimberlyn unpack how and, and why the team shifted their strategy, why the show is, get, is growing so quickly, and a pretty brilliant tactic for extending the reach of their show. I'm Kimberlyn Sparks. I'm the marketing coordinator at Misfit Media. I'm responsible for the digital strategy behind the show, Restaurant Misfits. And I am Brett Linkletter, the CEO of Misfit Media, and your host on Restaurant Misfits. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, Kimberlyn and Brett. I'm so glad, I'm just so glad that, that you're here. And we're going to get into, um, on this video and podcast, we're going to talk videos and podcasting. Um, so it doesn't get awesome. much, much more meta than that, right? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Cool. Okay, so to get things started, I'm I'm really excited for our audience to know about you and, and restaurant marketing and your, your place in the world. So can you tell us a little bit about Misfit Media and who you are and what you do, which is um, interesting anyway, but especially now, just really, really cool. Yeah. So we, uh, our company, as you know, Misfit Media, we are a restaurant marketing agency based in Los Angeles. Uh, we currently serve restaurants all throughout North America, so the US and Canada. Uh, and we help restaurants get customers smarter through digital marketing. Um, obviously, since COVID hit last year, we changed a lot in our business. Um, our business was really focused on our catch line used to be turning web traffic into foot traffic in store. But obviously with COVID, things changed. <laughs> and so did our strategy on working with restaurants. Um, and so we've adapted to what's happened. We've changed a lot about our service offerings, moving a lot of our business from in-store traffic to online ordering, obviously. Um, and uh, it's it's been scary, but also really exciting. I mean, a lot of changes are happening in our industry. Uh, a lot of scary changes, but also with scary changes comes new opportunities. So uh, we've taken advantage of a lot of these opportunities. We've actually grown quite a bit in the last six months because of the new changes we've made. And so we're, we're really excited to see what's coming in this next coming year. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about um, how, you're, how, how you are 
growing and, and pivoting and changing and adjusting this year? Like, what are what are you doing differently now um, and over the last year as a result of of pandemic and how restaurants you know have been directly affected? Yeah. So, I mean, again, like before COVID, we, we never did any kind of online ordering. Um, our entire strategy was using social media to get someone inside the restaurant within the four walls. But obviously since COVID, right, a lot of restaurants closed down, uh, only doing takeout delivery. And so with those changes in what we could offer, we had to change our service offerings, right? So now what we do is we're still using social media. We're still capturing leads. We're still driving traffic and driving sales for the business. But a lot of it is more so on takeout delivery versus just in-store customers yeah. or a combination of both, depending on the rules and regulations around that specific restaurant. Like, for instance, obviously, restaurants in New York are very different than, let's say, restaurants in Florida, right? The rules and regulations are totally different. So depending on the restaurant we're working with, so our service will change depending on what we can and can't do. For sure. You know? So that's, and that's changes to the business, which is just a lot. I mean, that's it's a lot of change, lots of pivoting and changing and adjusting your focus um, as a leader. But how has that... That, I mean, take it, take us in another level. How has that changed your your marketing strategy? And you know, specifically, we're, we're talking about you know audio and video content. Um, how has that changed? Um, I was going to say our marketing has definitely changed in the past few months. We're kind of taking more of like an omni-channel approach to it. Um, so when I started, we were in our second season and I needed to determine like how our podcast was going to fit into our overall marketing strategy to obviously increase brand equity and ultimately grow our business. So our podcast um, acts as a way for us to connect with restaurant owners and thought leaders in the space, which was really important for our business with everything that has happened this past year. Um, so obviously throughout the p- pandemic, the restaurant industry was hit hard time and time again. And many restaurant owners needed help figuring out ways to creatively pivot their business model to an entirely takeout and delivering system with limited in-store dining. So while providing uh, and while still doing so with providing a unique customer experience. So our podcast has kind of changed and our marketing to um, like what Brett does, having guests that are thought leaders in the industry and can provide that information and valuable solutions in 40 minutes or less, and then cutting down those pieces to then be repurposed across channels um, and where we can reach ultimately all those customers and create kind of a community online because there's not a big restaurant podcast community um, when ultimately the restaurant industry is very inclusive and uh, very community Ask and they do want to be bouncing ideas off of each other. So we're repurposing that content to then reach ultimately more customers and help provide solutions during uh, these quote unquote unprecedented times. <laughs> I mean, Lizzie, the one, other, the one other thing too is the whole reason we wanted to do a podcast in general was <clears throat> we're we're pretty active on our content in general, like posting through social media and being active on our YouTube channel and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, we we push out a lot of content in general. But during COVID, I think I think actually COVID was what led to the podcast to start with because we had a bunch of our clients saying, hey, Brett, like, uh, love your guys' content, but like, you know, I'm a restaurateur. I'm usually like on the go or I'm in the kitchen or whatever the case. I don't have time to watch a 20-minute, 30-minute YouTube video and sit there and just look at my phone or computer. Right. They asked if we had a podcast actually initially. And that's when I had the idea like, oh, uh, damn, maybe we should do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so demand. It, it, it started out. Yeah. yeah. It was just, it was just like, Hey, maybe this is a cool opportunity. The other thing I thought about it was like, Hey, if, if, cause on our podcast, we're interviewing lots of other restaurant tours. We learn a lot from that. We get a lot of good ideas from that for our business, but then also 
it allows me to actually build a relationship with some of these really big restaurateurs. I mean, literally, like Cambrian said, we're now in our second season. Um, we're probably getting, not even kidding, about three or four inquiries a week now to be on our podcast as an interviewer. Um, and a lot of them are good leads for us, for our business to work with. Yeah. So we'll do the podcast and be like, hey, like, let's talk, build some rapport with them. Now they want to work with us after. So it's been a pretty good lead gen system for us too, in general. So we're giving a lot of value to our community, but it also, it's been great for acquiring new clients. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. Cause you've had, you've had some really incredible guests. And like you said, if it's um, not only generating really great content that your audience loves, but also turning into leads for you, what advice can you give? There's people that are listening. They're like, okay, how, how do I do that too? <laughs> what, how did, how did on the marketing standpoint, we're trying out a new like lead scoring system of actually um, allocating points towards listeners and viewers. Um, so then that Brett could get on a call with them and they're already warmed up. They know who we are. Um, and that's through repurposing that content. So it's not just taking that one episode, posting it, and then saying, see you later. It's having it on um, our blog, on our YouTube channel. That's why we love our audiograms because our audiograms allow us to snip that little piece of content, send it out in an email blast, and our email blast is getting 45% open rates on these emails. And then repurposing that on social. And it kind of becomes this whole ecosystem of the podcast where our potential prospects see us everywhere and see all these bite-sized little content pieces that then they're able to come back around and be like, this is the company that I need to work for. I didn't think about it this way. And then in our marketing system, we have lead scoring um, that is basically allocating these points to our top viewers so that Brett can get on a call and be like, this is what you need. This is what we need to do. The one thing that's helped us a lot though, Lindsay, as far as like getting great guests is we actually partnered with uh, a restaurant publication called Total Food Service. Uh, and they're, they're just, it's, it's basically just a strategic partnership. And, and like, like Cambrian said, we're, we had this whole lead scoring system that we have on our back end, but they're just, they're the ones driving us all these great guests, um, which has been really incredible for us and a huge time saver. I mean, I don't reach out to anyone to be on the show. They just all come to us. And then, so they're, or they're doing that on their end. So I would say for anyone who wants to start a podcast, like partner with someone who's a, like a publisher in your space. That's a great Partner idea. with someone who wants to have a podcast, but then like doesn't have like the personality or the time or the know-how to do it. Like, you know, we're, we're marketers, we're content creators. So like, this was easy for us. Uh, personally, I don't want anyone on our team having to reach out to all these people because it's, it's, it's a lot of work, right? So you find a publisher that's in our industry, wanted a podcast for like, hey, let's partner. They just told us also, by the way, we're going to start charging ad space on our podcasts. So we're not going to start making money with the podcast, which is killer. Um, and then because we've just been doing this, like, you know, two or three podcasts a month, now I think we're starting to see that organic kind of lift too. That's why I was saying as of recently, now there's like three or four inquiries a week. Like I just got an inquiry. I'm not going to say the name, but it's it's like, this company is worth over 500 million. It's it's a software tech company in the restaurant space that just reached out. They're like, hey, you guys are cool. Like, we want to be on the show. I'm like, what? All right. Like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when you own your space and when you when you show not only your, your passion and your excitement for the space, but a real understanding of your audience by having the conversations that they're going to want to listen in on and delivering them the content that they that they can learn from and they can be you know educated by and, and entertained by, 
you're going to be seen as the trusted thought leader that people want to want to work with. So, so let's talk too, because um, you've got a strong podcast game and a strong video game. And, and you've talked about well, that video game, video game in video, not a video game. But um, (laughs) so uh, tell me how, and you use the word omni-channel, which I love, and and you've done a lot to make sure that everything kind of flows together and and you're speaking my language, kind of taking a conversation and using that to fuel everything else. Tell me how that, how that works at Misfit Media. How does, how does that process actually work? How do you see um, that rich audio and video content? Where does it fit in your strategy? Yeah. Um, so for me, I handle all of like the video content and repurposing of the content. So for us, a big part of our, a big part of our audience lives on YouTube. Um, they come there for a lot of our like information on how to market their restaurant, um, simple tips and tricks, whatnot. So having that presence of our podcast on YouTube is really important for us. Um, so Brett is producing content three or four times a week for our YouTube channel. That's in compliments to the podcast. So I'm going in there and clipping these little pieces of content. I probably will get 15 pieces of content from one episode that is brings so much value that it would be a waste to just throw it away. So I'm clipping that content um, and then I'm editing it. I'm figuring out the best spot in the episode that I think will hit home the most. Um, and then posting that on YouTube, on on social, in our blog and whatnot, and having that whole ecosystem work together. Um, and honestly, video has been huge for us. It's been a way for us to reach a lot of customers and create that brand equity. It gives a face to the name um, and ultimately helps Brett when he is on these calls to um, then already have them like warmed up and buttered up and they know what Misfit Media is. And Video has been huge for us in that way. It's how we run ads, um, whatnot. So it kind of all works together and complements one another. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. I think, like Kimberly said, like when we run, like she's saying we have this whole community, like the whole ecosystem, the omni-channel ecosystem. A lot of times someone will first hear about us through an ad. Like they'll just, you know, come across us on an ad on Facebook or Instagram. But they're not, they're not clicking through immediately and booking a phone call all of a sudden. So a lot of times they are obviously, and that's great. But oftentimes they see an ad, they're like, who's this guy or what's this company? They start doing some research. They listen to a podcast. They might even, we have a book. They might even order a book. And then six months later, they book a phone call. But it's, it's kind of the combination of all this. Like you said, like being a thought leader in the space, like having a book, having a podcast, doing all these things, they make us look so much better than our competition. Like it's stupid. I mean, if you're if you're a restaurant and you're going to work with some agency and you're looking at the agency that has a published book, a podcast with like 28 episodes plus with some really cool people yeah. and all this content coming out consistently, or you have this other agency that's kind of like, eh, we do restaurant marketing. I mean, who are you going to work with? Like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it helps a ton. It's huge. Yeah. It ultimately just boosts our brand equity. Mm-hmm. Credibility yeah. and trust, you know, that's the mm-hmm. basis for relationships. And if what you're trying to do mm-hmm. is asking someone to start a relationship with you, if you can come out of the gate, just being obviously credible and um, obviously somebody that other entities in, in, in your space trust, um, and therefore they're doing interviews with you and, and, you know, basically validating you. That's huge. Um, it's, it makes it really easy. Like you said, to reach out to you versus anyone else. So tell me also about, because you have um, both 
you know, video and podcasts, you know, which came first for everybody who's listening, which came first for you? Um, and how do they, how do they intersect with each other? Do they, or is it one and the same? Like, do you pull audio from your video? Or are they completely separate? Is it a little bit of both? Um, kind of where do they fit with each other? For the first season, I believe we just had audio. Um, am I correct on that, Brett? Um, yeah. So, well, we, so, okay, you guys I started Cassie in the second season. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. Because I know, I know Cassie, now you guys have the video, video. thing. Video, yeah. I, for, for us as a business, we were doing just video before. Yes. Now we're like, with a podcast, let's do audio because it's great for your, if you're on the go, you're driving. But then now it's kind of like we're doing both simultaneously. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I was getting at. You've had you've had this kind of yeah. video strategy that's been really strong, and then mm-hmm. you have this, you added you know podcasts to the mix. And I'm curious to see um, maybe a better way to ask that is kind of what are how are you looking at that moving forward? How do you see those intersecting or staying separate or um, and serving your audience kind of in, in two different ways? Just what's your vision? Well, for here, it? here's 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 something I would think about for anyone in general who has a podcast and wants to do video also. If, like for me, if I'm listening to a podcast, um, all I'm hearing, all, all, all the only, I'm just listening, right? I don't see anything. So I'm just, I'm listening, I'm on the go, I'm whatever. And I'm just hearing and I'm judging based off the quality of the conversation. And that's about it. Maybe the quality of the audio. The second you introduce video is there's other aspects to it. So like you, you, you want to hope actually that the person you're interviewing is like presentable there's a good backdrop. It looks good. Because otherwise, it kind of kills your episode, I think. Like, I mean, I don't want to say names, but I've interviewed some of our clients that like they've showed up to like a testimonial for us. And they just, you know, it, it it's not the best presentation, yeah. you know? And I, can, I think that can kind of hurt mm-hmm. the audio. I, I think at the end of the day, if you can do video, go for it because it's a great way to connect and, and, and really... Uh, be personal with someone, right? Uh, but audio is great because especially in our industry, a lot of these guys, they don't have time to watch a YouTube video like 30, 40, 50 minutes. So for them on the go is like, I've had so many emails of people just like emailing us, replying to emails for that Kimberly sends out on a weekly basis saying, love the podcast, literally listen to you guys. Uh, you know, every time you launch a podcast on my way to work, you know, and, and that's cool. You can't do that by watching videos. So I think having both is huge if you can do it correctly. Like, again, you don't want to be the person on video that, that if if you have a bad backdrop, things look weird, it's not worth it. Don't even touch it. But if you can make it look good, you should do it for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, because they're both great. Definitely. And I, I love to, I mean, because you're, you're in the restaurant industry, right? And I think quite mm-hmm. often yep. a question that we get from the people that are looking to start in, in podcasting or in, or in video is like, yeah, but I don't know about my audience. I don't, I mean, is my audience going to want to consume this kind of content? Um, are they going to really look for thought leadership content? And I think the answer is always yes. I mean, we, we work with, and, and even my entire career, anything from, you know, industrial to financial institutions to the restaurant industry and everything in between, people sell to and buy from people. And and people in their roles are looking for guidance on how to do their job better and how to advance in their roles and how to grow their brand or grow their business. And to me, people are always looking for that thought leadership and looking for that trusted guide that makes it a really easy decision to engage into in a relationship. So, how has, I mean, you're, you're in the marketing 
restaurant marketing world, but tell me a little bit about your thoughts in, in that and kind of like, Hey, I don't know if this works for my industry. What, what two cents would you, you give to anybody who might be feeling that right now? Well, I think just in general, restaurant owners, um, and our industry are just so busy, mm-hmm. um, that they don't have time to just like sit around and figure it out for themselves. They want the solution. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, podcasting is a great opportunity to connect industry leaders in the space. So that means bringing on guests who have experience in the industry and who can ultimately provide that value. Um, and it's a great way to reach them and add those 40 minutes of value to their day that they can then take and implement into their business and think maybe I should think about it this way or especially right now in the current climate, how these restaurants are pivoting and creating these unique experiences. That's huge because there's not really like one method works all. Um, So having multiple guests that come on are experiencing different things, have different perspectives, different solutions, I think is huge for the industry. It's kind of how it's changed. Um, It's also what people I think are more interested in consuming because everyone wants to know what should I be doing to better my business or move my life forward? How should I do that? What are other people doing to take those steps? And I think that's where our podcast comes into play is providing that system to establish um, the groundwork for that. Um, It's also just a a very powerful tool in marketing. It increases, like I said, brand equity, our relationship. It allows you to reach larger audiences. And it's a huge um, opportunity for us to get a pulse on our industry. I love that. It's great. Yeah, I think I think any industry could use a podcast. I mean, it's like if 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 you think social media could benefit you, a podcast can benefit you. It's like it, it's just it's like everyone was so obsessed with like building a following on social media for the last few years, and like honestly, at this point, I I'm not gonna say you're too late, but you're kind of too late. If you haven't like built a following on social media and if you're trying to build an Instagram tomorrow and build it up to like have a fan base, like good luck, <laughs> right? But I think like a podcast, like there's still not that many businesses that have their own podcast. Yeah. So it's still an early thing. I, I mean, for us, like it, our podcast, Kimberly knows the numbers, it's growing like every single week. Like, it's really cool. I mean, if you just search restaurant on Spotify, like, we're, like, one of the top podcasts now. And I'm like, what the hell? How did this happen? Like, you know? And we're just we're just pushing it out. And that's it. So, like, it's still early. Like, for me, in our business, personally, I'm looking at the most podcasts as a way of organically building our reach. Like, that's number one for us. And then probably number two, which we haven't really dabbled in quite yet, but I'm super intrigued by it. And Cameron's going to laugh, but it's, it's, it's TikTok. I think TikTok <laughs> is also another great channel. Because yeah. it's it's new and it's early still, and you can build a following pretty quickly. So I think building an organic audience on a podcast and then TikTok right now are are two of our organic strategies we're going to be pushing pretty hard this year. That's so great to hear because people do think because podcasting obviously is huge. People are talking about podcasting all over the place, but um, you compare and this is these are old numbers now. But my marketing director and I were talking months ago about there's. Um, we crossed the threshold of like 600 million blogs in the world, right? 600 million. Wow. Yet so many of us are still blogging, which is great. You should blog if it makes sense for you and you have the resources. Blogging is great. Helps with SEO, helps to yeah. disseminate, you know, thought leadership. That's great. 
but there's only right now, not even 2 million, 2 million, not 200 million, 2 million podcasts in the world. So yeah, it feels like it's saturated. It feels like there's you know a lot happening in podcasting. And it's just because people are interested. There's still very, very much, like to your point, an opportunity to, to get out and own your space like you are, um, to, to yeah. understand your audience, to serve them with, with great content and to really build a following. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I think we'll probably be the top podcast in restaurants in the next six months. I mean, legit. I, I don't know. Maybe there's someone I haven't seen yet. Maybe someone's going to see this and say like, no, screw that. But no, I think we are. I think I think literally we'll be, be the surprised. number one podcast on the planet. <laughs> I I don't like literally. Why not? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I also think I think ours like, is better than anyone else's. It is. It's for, so I, good. I you guys are, are creating such great content, and it's not just the podcast. You guys are doing really really great video content too. And so, um, if you're in the space, even if you're not in the space, people should check it out because you're doing great things. And even if, you know, this, this podcast is for, for marketers. So marketing managers all the way up to marketing, you know, leaders, and there's a lot to be learned by what you're doing because you're getting really great guests on your show. You're doing so much with that content to your point, Kimberland, earlier in the conversation. It's not just about capturing a conversation. It's about creating great audiograms and, and growing your audience by growing your reach um, with every conversation. And so I highly encourage people to take a look at what you're doing and how you're using that content, how you're driving um, incredible guests on your show, how you're using every opportunity to capture incredible information from those guests and then to ring it out and amplify it across other channels. Um, you're you're ahead of your time, which is why you're being rewarded so greatly with with uh, your following. So kudos to you. And, and I'm, I'm interested to know two things. Um, what maybe that you haven't shared yet, because we've gotten into a lot of areas, but um, would you share with, with our audience about kind of how, how you're doing what you're doing? So any advice? And then two, kind of what are you excited about from here? Where are you going? Kind of what's, what's next? And, and uh, what are you going to do with, with this audio and video content next steps? So I would say what uh, podcasting, I think is just great for building a network. And I think we found that like niche um, part of our industry where we're able to really hit home on that. So that makes me very excited about it. Um, and also harnessing the voice of the experts on the show is something that really just excites me. Um, that's why we love our audiogram so much. That's why I'm excited about these video, this video content that's coming with Casted. It's another great way to get in front of our audience and push that content, um, which will ultimately just lead us to being the best uh, restaurant podcast on the planet. <laughs> but um, I think it's just a great way to pull that bite-sized con- t- content and highlight it and repurpose it in three to five pieces, pull out that content and bring value to the industry leaders. And I think the great thing about us is we have found industry leaders that have really um, proven their place in the industry and can help. Um, and I think that's why our podcast is doing so well is because we found that niche market. Um, and I think for like video and audio where it's going and what excites me the most is just finding that intersection of the two where they're both complementing each other and, um, driving new subscribers, new listeners, unique listeners, and ultimately how that'll help grow our business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing I just... Kimberly, I forgot that we just implemented. Actually, Lizzie, you probably have never heard of anyone doing this, which is really cool. Ooh. Is we've we've just <laughs> we've you just tell. launched a pretty badass strategy. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing now is actually really cool. So we basically take 
the podcast now from a guest, which by the way, guests are not coming to us now because they're looking at it as a marketing opportunity for them. Like we're, they're looking at us as like, hey, this is a great opportunity for us to get in front of a lot of people. So one, they're looking at us like, damn, these guys are awesome. Then the second, then they get on the show. Then we follow up after the show and we say, hey, look, the show was so successful it, when they are successful, right? Not everyone, but when they do, when they go really well, of course we want to follow up. Hey, it was so successful. It was really cool. What we also want to do now is leverage your audience and ours to push this to even more people like your audience. So literally what we'll do is we'll actually create a little bite-sized piece of content from the podcast. Then we'll run it as an ad to their following on social media and our following on social media. And we'll run it to people that look like they're following. So now we expand both of our audiences together. So we're actually taking the podcast, creating content from that, and then reaching more people now with it to expand our audience even more, which further helps the podcast, further helps our build our brand equity and further helps get more leads for us. So not only are now we get reaching the listeners that listen to the podcast, but we're now leveraging these now audiences to reach even more people, which helps it grow even more over time. That's, so it's actually, it's that's brilliant, really incredible. That's great. That's great. So there's, you. there you go. That's yeah, really cool. That's, that's the big <laughs> takeaway. If you're looking for like an actionable, what can I do? There you go. Capture a great conversation, really <laughs> yeah. effective mm-hmm. one, create basically an ad from that content and, you know, don't spam people, but be smart about it and, and mm-hmm. use it to grow your audience and to keep the, yeah. the people that have already heard it and already experienced it coming back and to uh, get in front of new people. That's really smart. Yeah. You should run you should a great like, brand awareness campaign. <laughs> That's what we all really like. I mean, got to run a great brand awareness campaign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then like, also like if I'm interviewing great guests, right now I'm positioning our company with like someone who's also really well known in the industry and that builds trust in us too. Right. I mean, like that's exactly how it works. And so it's, you you can do some really incredible stuff, but it starts with having the content, the right system to create that content. Right. It's so, true. So, so true. It all starts cool. with the conversations and then allow yourself to get creative with it and say, how can I use this? Like the con- a conversation is great. And yes, it's really effective in inviting somebody in to listen in on it and to be a part of that conversation. But that's just step one. There's so many ways that you can use it and ring it out and just make it so much more effective for your brand. 100%. So very cool. Very cool. So, okay. And before I let you go, what's what's next? What are some of the things you're most excited about um, related to audio and video? We should, I mean, we've talked about that a little bit, but like I said earlier, the intersection between the two. So kind of pushing out video now more so than just audio, um, I think is huge. Like I said, our a lot of our content comes in the form of video. So having that asset on our podcast, I think is going to be huge for us. We already do post the um, full episode Zoom video on our podcast or on our YouTube page. But I think having it on our actual um, casted landing page and then ultimately on other ones, I think is going to be huge for us so that when they do come to these platforms, they can actually see the video. They can see these bite-sized now videograms um, and they can actually put a face to the name. So that's what I'm excited for is leveraging that. And then ultimately like what Brett was just telling you about um, our brand awareness campaign is having that 
audio or that video content now for these campaigns to then boost, reach more customers and more leads and get more people to be listening to our podcast and subscribe and then ultimately help us and them and create these lookalike audiences that we can then market to. That's ultimately our end goal is how we grow as a business is having these audiences to generate leads from. So that's something that we're super excited for in terms of video and pushing that out. Um, and then creating more revenue for us on our end. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I mean, the thing you want to think about at the end of the day is like, we're we're advertisers. We spend literally millions a year on ads. That's what we do. But something I'll tell you as an advertiser is costs are going up every single year. Every single year, costs are rising, rising, rising. So, you know, the whole reason podcasting for us has been such an interesting thing is like, I think it's so important to build an audience. Like you, you got to be able to organically reach people today. Yep. And own if it. You're build 100%, it and own it on your, on your real estate exactly. as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if, if, you're, if you're 100% reliant on every single time you need to reach people, you got to spend money. That works now. And we, and we do that quite a bit. But over time, it's going to probably not work out for you in the long run. So for us as a business we know that we have to build this audience. And that's a combination of our email list, our phone list, our podcast audience, maybe TikTok real soon. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's finding these organic channels so that you can leverage that later for the long term. So, you know, I, I think podcast is great. Like you, you, you just got to do it. Like you're going to learn so much from it. And also at the same time, you're going to connect with so many people that you never would have been able to. I mean, I spoke to a guy two weeks ago, who raised $120 million uh, for his business. I'm like, I would have never spoken to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, it just, it opens up so many doors. Yeah. So I think it's a no-brainer, yeah. honestly. And I, I, you just I, have to do it. Yeah, with, with interviewing people, I mean, it's because like we're talking now and, and you, you get to talk to more and more people and it's not just meeting them. It's not just including them as a guest on your blog. It's it's not just, you know, connecting with them on a social media platform. It's, you you get to have a, com- you're literally having a conversation and, and that builds, that yeah. builds a relationship. That builds a connection um, that you can build on from there. So totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. So you all are doing really, really, really cool stuff. Um, you're using these, these channels uh, in a really creative way. And I'm, I'm so excited. We're, we're so excited to be working with you and to, to be a part of, of this, uh, this big stuff that you're doing. So where can people find it and be inspired by your creativity? So we're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. Um, you can go to listen.restaurantmisfits.com. Um, and you can also find all of our audiograms on YouTube and on Instagram uh, at Misfit Media. And um, all of our content is on there. Also our blog, marketing.misfitmedia.com. Um, great places to find our bite-sized content. If you're looking for help in marketing and in um, the restaurant space in particular, those are the places to go and find us. Um, we have some really great content on there. So I encourage everyone to check it out. I love it. You're- yeah, I think I think if, if they just search restaurant misfits, we should pop up. Hopefully yeah. you just search restaurant and we pop up. <laughs> so. One day. There you go. That's all, that's all yeah. you need. Yeah, I think probably- You gotta the increase video, that SEO. The audio and video content, you're probably getting close as far as search for restaurant and then you find it. So. For sure. I think, I think on Spotify, like I said earlier, I think if you just type in restaurant, it would come up like third or fourth. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. We got to get almost number one. Wow. Get there soon. That's amazing. amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of the magic that's gotten you to where you are and your vision for where you're going. Um, It's exciting. Thank you for sharing. 
that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. And for more from today's guest and some pretty amazing content that they've inspired, visit casted.us and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to get the latest on all things amplified marketing, B2B podcasting, and a lot more. Thank you.